Hey friends, it's me, Nestle, and we're back at it again with another great episode of the Not My Problem podcast. And let me just tell you guys right now, this episode is great. I'm really excited about today's show. I have my very first guest, so this is fantastic news. And I mean, like, by guest, I it's just my friend who I decided to drag onto my podcast, but that's besides the point. It's going to be great. You're going to be laughing your ass off the entire time of this episode because I don't make the rules, so that's just what's going to happen, and I'm going to enforce them, and you're going to laugh, I'm going to laugh, and it's going to be a great time. I am recording this intro after having done my interview with my friends, so I can confirm that it's going to be great. We talked about everything from dating to quarantine life to some new shows that have been put out on Netflix, and then of course our main topic today was internet friendship, which is something that feels really taboo to talk about, but we're going to normalize making friends on the internet because there's nothing strange about that and we just need to accept it. It's 2020. We're in quarantine. We literally can't leave our house, so you're going to make friends and that's that. So obviously, I want to go through my housekeeping rules. Thank you guys so much for listening. Every week, we're just building on this little fam and for that, I am incredibly grateful. If you haven't, be sure to share with a friend in the group chat all of the things because, I mean, like, why not? At this point, there's no reason for you not to share the podcast or at least put it on your Instagram story. That's like the most subtle way to promote it. Just like put it on the Instagram story, say you're supporting a friend, tag me in it, and it's going to be a great time. So I wanted to keep this short and to the point, you guys. This is a great episode. I hope you enjoy it. Just know that this was recorded over Zoom, so the sound quality may sound a little bit different, but the quality and content, it's still on par. Enjoy. virtual studio we have a fantastic guest for today's show she's a drake stan raptors writer die a rising tiktok star she has an affinity for short men and poutine and you've most recently seen her live on a celebrity's instagram welcome to the show carney how are you doing i'm great what about you what were your initial thoughts when i told you that i wanted to do a podcast because i think i've talked about doing a podcast for maybe like two years now so um, I mean I remember you always saying you wanted to start the podcast I even remember last year 2019 new year you said new year new me I'm gonna start a podcast with all your podcast stuff that was last year I'm pretty sure and yeah it was never you never did it you, you just never did it and you know what I never questioned it because like that's something I do I just be like yeah I'm gonna start this and then not do it so now I'm glad you're actually sticking to it you know you're two episodes in I think okay uh, look three at that. now three now three now <laughs> look so, at you keeping track hopefully this you know lasts hopefully you can be a big podcaster you know you'll be featured on Spotify's page you're already featured on mine but that's because I follow you so like you know as you know every week I do a vibe check you know just to see how everybody's been What's the latest during quarantine season? I think we're going into week six. I'm going to lose my mind. Um, so what's, what's been the vibe for you, Cardi? What's been up these past few days? Um, you know, we, we're getting to that point where I'm starting to get in my feels. I'm distracting myself by binging Netflix. So I started, oh, I've been trying to clear out my like 
continue watching and my my list on Netflix because they have a lot of stuff in it because I get bored very easily. But then one of my friends told me to watch Too Hot to Handle, so I've been doing that all night. So I've been hearing about this Too Hot to Handle show, and I'm trying to decipher whether or not it's worth my time because it sounds like the trash TV that I don't need in my life. So like, wh- what's the, what's what's up with it? Is it worth it? Um, you know, I'm not really a reality show type of girl. Like, I don't really like that. I don't like the cattiness of like that those type of shows like Bachelor and Bachelorette and stuff like that. No, we watched The Bachelor that one we season did, and we were into I, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never finished the season, remember? Yeah, after our, our faves left, we were like, ah, yeah. they belong <laughs> to the streets now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like I'm not really a reality show type of girl, but I watched Love is Blind when that came out and I really liked it. It was like funny. It was like a funny show. You laugh at their like, stupidness if you will um you know you root for your favorite couple mine was lauren and cameron i'm they're still going strong lauren. we love them I'm, I'm a true lauren and cameron stan and they're still going strong so we do love that um but i started watching two out handle it's actually really funny like it's they're stupid some of the girls are like some of them are genuinely like dumb like one of the girls asked well, not asked she said that she didn't know where australia was which excuse me which is wild Okay, so aside from too hot to handle, going through the feels, are we doing well? We're doing well. My check has been passed, I think. What about you, Nestle? So it's been, it's been a lot. It's been a rough couple of days. Um, so I've just been living my life. Really, nothing's been going on, just working. <clears throat> then, you know, the weekend comes and you know, I just like watch YouTube videos and some music and talk to my pals, and you know, I was just like minding my own business on Friday night and going into Saturday. And at 12 o'clock on the dot, I did receive a DM from a wild man, honestly. There's, <laughs> there's no other Is words. Is the one who blocked you? Yes, I am now blocked, ladies and gentlemen, but let's this just is, talk about let's it. talk about that because i have gone through the same thing but for me it was more like i had breaking things off i'd broken things off with this guy and and he messaged me you know a month later and he was like i miss you and i was like yeah i miss you too but you know it's toxic we can't do this you know it's just not healthy you know i was like i was speaking fast and he didn't like that he didn't like being called toxic so within an hour I'd say I went from I miss you to your block that's honestly <laughs> an accomplishment <laughs> yeah honestly that was pretty quick you know all he said was you're we're toxic I didn't even say he's toxic I just said we are toxic to get together and he said right. well if you're gonna be healthier without me then I will block you and I was like all right you do you so he blocked me and then two weeks later he unblocked me he sent me this massive paragraph talking about how he can't live without me and then that I would never reach out to him so he had to send me this message and I said well you did block me so how was I supposed to reach out to you common sense they don't know that (laughs) they don't know that but with this gentleman there's a lot of backstory with him and I feel like I'm going I'm going to leave the details out because he's probably going to get his own dedication, dedicated fuckboy roast session. But 
for the sake of the story, uh, I think we went on a date once um, late last year. Um, the date was horrible. <laughs> um, I, I decided that I did not want to speak to him. He would slide in the Instagram DMs at odd hours of the day, anywhere between like like 1 a.m. to maybe like 3 p.m. talking extremely reckless, like things that his mother would not even want to read. It's It was horrifying. And I don't know, like he just felt empowered to slide in my DMs at 12 a.m. on the dot. And I was like, wow, if you're anything like prompt, you know, he just waited until it was midnight, midnight hours to shoot his shot. And he texts, he sends me a message and he's like, hey, yes, this is a you up message. And I'm like, what do you mean? It, you up? It's, we're in the middle of a pandemic. What are, what are you saying to me right now? And then he goes, he says something like along the lines of, he's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm, I'm absolutely not doing anything. I am home, staying safe, washing my hands, doing all the things. And I don't reply. He messages me again. And he says, I'll cut to it. Come over. And Carney, I was like, at that moment, I was like, what? No, I don't, I don't want I don't have words for him. So obviously I do what any woman would do is I screenshot the message and I send it to the group chat. <laughs> In result, he blocked me and I'm feeling pretty good about it. I lost a follower, but I gained my peace of mind. I've also been getting thirsty quarantine texts. Um, mine are Don't just- you love them? Like, like, I love it. It's entertaining, but it just reminds me of how stupid men are and how they think with their dicks and that makes them so stupid. They literally can't function. They can't function. (laughs) This guy told me that we'll be okay as long as we wear masks and gloves. It shows us who is strong and who is weak. And ultimately, I'm 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 fine so far. I'm doing well. Um, This also is like the perfect time for Netflix to release to um yeah to release too hot to handle. Because the whole purpose of the show is that, like, there's all these hot girls and guys, single guys, on the island, and they're, like, supposed to form intimate relationships without, like, any sort of sexual things, like, any, no kissing, no sex, nothing. Um, It's funny that they release this now because it's, like, what everyone needs, because... And they hold hands? Yeah, they can hold hands. They can cuddle. They just can't, like, grab their asses and all that oh okay i would be perfectly fine then yeah i would be fine too but like it's some of these girls or some of these guys and girls are going a little wild but it's also funny that they release this at this time because this is what we need as a society so i wanted to bring you on the podcast to talk about internet friends because many of you don't know and probably everybody doesn't know because you have no idea who i am but that's okay but me and Carney have been friends for like, I think like six, seven years now, Carney? Something like that? Okay, I don't think it's seven. I think we've been friends since like 2015, maybe. Has it 15? Damn, all these years, these years feel the same. So maybe five years. I know. Yeah, it's like four five, five years. Four to five, five years. But we've met on the good old internet, on Twitter. And I would just like to say that like, there was a point in time where I felt as though meeting people on the internet was not socially acceptable. 2015, like, it became, like, more okay. But, like, yeah. I would say the beginning of my t- 
online friendships were probably like 2012, back on like Tumblr. And like 2013. What was back like, then it was like taboo, like what? You have internet friends? And- you have internet friends? Like what's wrong with you? <laughs> My parents used to freak out. It was, it was wild. But did you tell your friends, what would you tell your friends and family like about internet friends? I never I- talked about it. Like I never brought it up. But my parents would like, well, this is the thing. I went to a private school and my parents knew everyone um, and they knew everyone I knew. So anytime they'd see someone's name on my phone that they didn't recognize, um, they were just like, who's this? So then I had to kind of like, then then they would ask me how I met this person and I couldn't lie and be like, oh, I met them at school or I met them at dance because they knew everyone. (laughs) So I had to improvise. and they didn't like that. They thought that I, they, they were convinced that I was talking to like 40 year old pedos, you know? Um, and I was always like, no, like I, they're my age, you know, like they're normal. They're girls like me. Um, it was hard. It was a hard road. So what do you, what do you tell them now? Because you have plenty of internet friends now. So like, what do yeah, you, what I, just, you, I still don't tell them. I just tell them they're from school, like from uni, because they don't know everyone in my uni, so. They're going to go ask the dean of students for a roster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I tell them I know they're from uni or like I met them out through work, stuff like that. Okay, um, that's fair. For me, I would say, and during my Tumblr days, I like Tumblr days, I, I'm taking that to my grave. I was like Tumblr famous for like a hot moment. I was in all of the, um, I would join like the Tumblr like follower groups. It was called Wallflowers and James Charles was in it um, before he got famous. He was on Tumblr and Thomas and Thomas Halbert. He was also on Tumblr. He was a Tumblr boy. I think he still uses it. But before they got famous, I would use it. And then that's how I met my first internet friend. But I feel like internet friends are like broken out into like three bunches. So my first technical internet friend is my friend Chase Lynn. And she just so happened to live in Georgia in like the metro, like Atlanta area. So like I, like I could meet her. So this is why I, I bucket the internet friends into three categories. It's the <laughs> like, so nowadays there's like the friends that you meet on like apps that were designed to make friends so bumble bff you've never used bumble bff nope i had bumble for a total of 24 hours um i've had it a few times but like in total it was 24 hours i feel that that's like kind of uncomfortable i i am an avid app user um i i think on my first episode i said i had deleted the apps i would like for it to go on record that two days later I retold no, not even two days it was by the, like by the time that she had read she had uploaded the podcast by the time the podcast premiered to the world she already had the apps on her phone listen listen times were rough and I would I would also like for it to go on record that I have indeed deleted the apps again <laughs> but I have used Bumble BFF and I like it. I think I'm, I think in total I have like five really good Bumble BFF friends, but I feel like that's not as weird because I don't know, like, I feel like the world's always using dating apps. So now that they created like friendship apps, they're like, oh, that's fine. Like, so nobody 
is like giving you a side eye about Bumble BFF? I mean, yeah. I mean, my internet friends are my best friends. Like, I feel like I trust some of my internet friends more than I trust people in my real life. I feel like I vibe with them more. And I think it's the fact that, like, you do meet them through similar interests. Like, you always meet, like, for my, in my instance, like, I've always met my internet friends through things that we've had interest in, obviously, because those are the means that you meet through um whereas with like friends in real life you kind of meet through like school or work and you might not have as much in common but with like my internet friends like I have similar taste in music with them and music's a big thing to me um yeah like we like the same tv shows like the same hobbies stuff like that so like I feel like I like them honestly more than my friends in real life and I feel like I trust them more because even if they do like there's that kind of like trust that I have with them that they can't really go and like spread rumors or anything about me or gossip about me because they don't know anyone I know and they don't know anyone in my life that I am talking about. So if I tell them something about like my ex or something, I know that's not going to go back to my ex. Right. And I also <laughs> feel like there's this sense of security because if even if there was like the off chance that someone decided to be crazy and like look up someone's personal life like which has would, happened it has happened and we do know we have some we know some people who have had their lives exposed yeah. <laughs> but but with that like for me like I'm not going to go search someone's personal life and like tell people that they know in real life their personal business because I don't want them to do that to me <laughs> exactly and like I'm also not that type of person that like gossips really like I don't really care for that um and the people I've met also don't really care for that so like it's like a great way to vent and like get your frustrations out without feeling like it's gonna come and bite you in the ass but like it's kind of like that thing like you have that insurance that you can really say like anything that's on your mind um that's bothering you in your real life and there will kind of be like no consequences about it because they don't know anyone in your life like I've always like I talk to Nessie more like I rant to her more about my ex than I do to my best friends in real life because <laughs> Nessie will never meet my ex me and Carney were supposed to meet in two weeks oh, I had so a flight booked uh airbnb ready it was floor to ceiling it was like out it was like you could see the city i was i was living for this moment but corona had other plans for me but yeah i agree i think like my internet friends they probably know more details about my life because there's like no judgment yeah, or less ju honestly, if they're judging like who cares they're <laughs> you know way more details about my life than everyone in my real life except for one person but like I think you still know more details but like that's just because I don't really like see the other person as much and we're not that's the fair. text but like I feel like you know more, way more about me than anyone else in, <laughs> in real oh, life. Iconic we love to hear it okay so that's like another bucket of friends it's like the friend that you don't like they know the most about your life because you're like less likely to see them they're less likely to like, like talk shit or gossip because you don't know, like, they live on the other side of the world. Like, you're never... Like, with this category of online friend, I guess, it's, like, that thing where, like, I haven't... I didn't tell you everything about my life from the, like, first day we talked. You know, we kind of just, like, talked casually, built up that trust, and then started, like, actually being friends, actually telling each other about everything. 
Um, but like, I wouldn't do that to any random person that like DMs me on Twitter. You know, it, it takes that special connection. This friendship is like special. Like it doesn't come around with every person you meet online. Um, and also like, I am very active on Twitter still. Nestle isn't that active anymore, but, um, and I do pretty, I do tweet pretty openly on Twitter. Cause like people in my real life don't really know my Twitter. That leads me to like my third group of friends, which I don't know if you, you have any, but I know I have a couple of friends that are technically internet friends, but they're like relatively local to you, but you've just not met them. That's like Jessie to me, I guess, because I met her. Well, I went to the Drake concert with her. So yeah, that special bond, you know, she heard me ugly sing. <laughs> but um, yeah, Jessie's like that type of friend where I don't really consider her an online friend anymore because I met her a few times. We went to concert together. Um, I just don't get to see her that often because she doesn't live like super, super close to me. Um, but it's ac- it's accessible. Right. Okay. I have I have a friend like that. You know her, um, Jemiah, who lives like in North Carolina, which is not that far, even though I'm in Georgia. That's only like four hours. So it's not that bad. We also went to a concert together. We saw Ariana Grande. That was a fun time. And then we've gotten brunch and we got bottomless mimosas because anybody that hangs out with me knows that I will drink bottomless mimosas if it's available. <laughs> I will find it, hunt it down. Yeah, that's, bas- that's basically that friendship in a nutshell. There's also those internet friends who like get mad at you for becoming inactive or like not talking to them as much. And that is one of the things that really annoys me about that because it's like, I met you, like some of these people I met when I was like 16, like really young. Um, And like, I've changed so much since then, but they make that change seem like a bad thing. Like it's bad for you to change as a person, which I don't think that's thing. I don't think that's a, thing like I think growth is good for a person and I if I met myself my 21 year old self at 16 I think I would be proud of how far I've come so and then like it's just kind of like one of those things where they get mad at you because you don't talk to them as much but you don't have as much in common with them anymore and I'm not someone that likes small talk like I don't like hey what's up not much you and if I don't have anything in common with you to talk about that's all our conversation's ever going to be. And you can't really get mad at me for not talking to you anymore when we have nothing to talk about. So there's also those type of people who, you know, get mad that you get a life where you change, you become like a new person, like not become a new person, but evolve into a new person, um, have new interests, are not as active anymore. Um, and they like kind of shame you for that, which I think is unfair. So unfair. And then I... Like, I feel bad because, like, I know those people, like, I've been friends with them for so long, and they know a decent amount about me, but then it makes you realize, like, the baseline of your friendship was basically centered around, like, the one app that you use or, like, the one talking point, and that was, like, sent, your entire friendship was centered around that, and then once you're not using it, then there, there's, like, oh, damn, I don't have anything to talk to you about. <laughs> Exactly. But then there's also some of those friends that, like, I don't really need anything to talk to you about. Like, it, you, I'm just, like, a genuine friendship. I can literally go a year without talking to you, and I'll still feel like we haven't gone a day without speaking. And I do have one of those friends like that. I think you know who he is. The moral of the story, you do also have some of those friends who you don't really need that one specific thing in common with. Um, you just kind of have a bond. 
um, with friendship. Like I could go a year without talking to him and we'll still be like, it'll still feel like we haven't gone a day without talking. Um, It's just like, I know I'll always be friends with them, even if I never, like, even if I don't really have that one specific thing in common with them anymore. All right. So one thing that I wanted to talk about, which is a hot topic in the internet world, is one, catfishing, and two, internet relationships. So this is like, a hot take moment. Nobody knows about this. So I'm really putting myself out here. Here, Carney found out about this after because, like, our friend group, like she she came to the friend group later on, and then then I told her about how the how this evolved or what what the tea was. <laughs> so I would I want to say maybe I was like 15, 16, 15, 16. We'll go with that, and. I joined the internet world and I distinctly remember this. There was a picture that I thought was super cute. I actually still have this picture of me and my friend. And I uploaded this picture into like one of those things where that was like, oh, show a picture of yourself. And I was like, okay, bet. Uploads this picture. I upload the picture. Everybody thinks I am the other person, she was getting like a lot of attention. So I was just like, okay, she posts a lot of selfies. I'm just going to live my life and just take her identity. And and I'm by no means condoning this, but my dumbass back in the day, this is what I was doing and we're just gonna talk about it. So for, I wanna say maybe like a year and a half, nobody knew, nobody knew. And I had a, found myself a little internet love <laughs> as a catfish uh, and the person <laughs> that I quote unquote dated I don't even want to call that dating because first of all it was over the internet they lived in a different country and second of all like I wasn't even the person that I said I was like I was literally living a lie and I just wanted to go on record that I was catfishing before Neve said catfishing was a thing like <laughs> Like, Neve should have based the show around what I was doing, because I was just wild. This was probably before, like, Google search by image was a thing. Oh, absolutely. Nobody knew. Nobody knew about this. The only reason why I got caught was because um, someone, like, found an old Twitter account that, like, I didn't use, and I guess I had made, and I had a selfie of myself. And they're like, what's this? There's only so many Nestle's in the world and so many Nestle's from Atlanta. Who is this? They want the proof. So they were like, take a picture with you holding up a sign with your name on it. So I texted, nobody knows this. I texted the girl who I catfished. And at the time I I told her that I was trying to win us Kesha concert tickets. If that doesn't like show you how long ago this was, I was trying to win tickets to see Kesha. But I texted her and I was like, hey, I'm trying to enter us into this contest. I need you to send me a selfie with like your name in the writing that I told her that I needed. And she was like, she was like, I'm at work. Like what? Like, can this wait? And I was like, no, I need this now. But she wasn't able to give it to me. So I wasn't able to provide the evidence. So instead, I... Wow, wow, I can't believe I'm telling this story. (laughs) So instead, I went and used what it like Google Paint, like Microsoft Paint, and I tried to like Photoshop a little situation. 
and it was so pixelated. <laughs> my my God. They upload, I uploaded it and it was like, this is me guys. Like, here you are. I'm real. And like half the people like believed it, but then the other half were like, they zoomed in on the picture. I'm like, girl, they're like, girly, this isn't even pixel. This is pixelated. These, the lines don't match. Like, what are you doing here? And it was in that moment that I had to reveal that I was actually not who I said I was. And that was how I got exposed as a catfish. Oh, I love that story. It makes me laugh every time I hear it. Um, I've never catfished. I always do wish that I joined by a different name. Dude, always. Well, I actually, at one point on Twitter, I did, I did, I did go by Carly for a little bit. Um, and it was Carly, like spelled as K A R L I E, which is like my name is actually Carney, spelled K A R N I E. So it was just a little letter different. Um, but I, you know, I did try to hide my um, name through that way. But that's just because there aren't that many Carneys in the world, and it's really easy to find me online if you know my first name. That's fair. I feel the same way because, like, now that I'm like 24, I'm like, damn, I want to go on reality TV. I can't have them finding me <laughs> and finding out that I've, I used to do all these things online. Like, I feel like my clout will just be demolished. I just, I can't live that life. But I mean, I do regret being like lying on the internet because there is really literally no reason for it. I, I couldn't even say that it was because I was trying to like keep my personal identity safe. I was just like, oh, they were giving this person attention. I'm just going to continue so I can receive the attention. But yeah, and it took forever for the person that I was like romantically involved with to like actually want to speak to me again because we still run in like a similar friendship circle. And I want to say that he hated my guts until like 2019. So, <laughs> so we, we love, we love that. Um, but we're friends now. I was telling him about my my dating life or lack thereof, rather. So I call that I call that growth. You know, that is growth. Um, I personally, you know, what's fun? I find really funny about e dating is there's always the people who are like really against e dating that end up dating people online. But I like Nestle and I have always been the type. Well, I mean, you got you actually did do it, but we don't count that anymore but like we've always been the type to to be like we are not you know we don't need date and we've stayed true to ourselves some of our friends have not stayed true to their beliefs um but you know it's okay some of them have worked out others have not um I do I do kind of flirt with some people online but it's never anything fair game yeah flirting is fair game um but also, I'm the type of person who really needs the physical, and I do need, like, I don't do long distance. I did it once, didn't, it was not online, it was someone I knew in real life, but it was long distance, and I, I couldn't do it. Um, I don't think I'd be able to do it ever again. So, you have that moment where you were, your flirtation with, with mans from Chicago. So, that was yes. fun. But remember, then I told you that I couldn't do it because I couldn't do it long distance. So I kind of ghosted the guy. kind of feel bad about it. But, you know, he also really always wanted to sex. And I'm not a sexter, if you know me. So that's well, that. thank you. For, thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Share with the class. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, 
I'm gonna have to put it out there. If any men want to sign into my DMs, I'm not about that life. I I couldn't date over the interwebs. The only instance is if they they had to have lived in like an area that's within four four hours. So like for me, that's like three different states. But if you live in Alabama, like I don't know you. So we're just like I that's mean, yeah. Like for me there was this one guy that I had a true, like, connection with, but, like, we were always best friends. Um, we kind of, like, friend-zoned each other, uh, and, you know, he lives on the other side of the world, <laughs> so, so, I mean, like, sometimes you do meet people who you do have a true connection with, but because I'm not someone who would date and I'm not someone who can really do long distance, you kind of, like, have to friend-zone them, so I'm best friends with the guy now, but, that's also because he lives across the world from me and I refuse to date someone that I met online. So there's that. <laughs> I mean, unless you, unless we're talking about like a rich bitch that could really afford to travel and see that person, I guess it depends on like how far away, but like if I have the funds and the time to see someone at least once a month, because I'm not someone that needs to see someone very frequently anyway. Like, I would prefer to that for that not to be the case because your girl has a life to live. So once a month would be fine with me if, like, I really like them, but it's not ideal. But, like, I would have to have the funds to be flying, to get flewed out every month. I mean, like, for me, I don't know. I just need someone in real life. I mean, like, there's so many people that I met online that I've got, had a connection with and I'm, like, really close to, but we're just friends because of that whole thing because I don't, like, I refuse to need date and I can't do long distance. Um, but, you know, like, I am also a serial flirter, if you will call it that. Um, I do flirt a lot. Um, and it, it does bite me in the ass sometimes because, you know, sometimes it's like they think it's more serious than it actually is, but it's not. Um, but, you know, I do like a little bit of flirt. <laughs> um, Don't we all, especially in quarantine seat times? Exactly. Like, but, and I also feel like because of that, I am close to so many different guys. Um, but unfortunately, they are all friend zone. I am so sorry to break it to you. Um, do have a lot of love for all of them, but not in that type of way. <laughs> Maybe fair. my mind will change one day. Maybe I just haven't met the guy yet, but I also have a very specific type, very high standards, if you will. So, yeah. Yeah, you have, it's like, you have a, a very specific type lined up for you. So unless they met, meet those very specific criteria, it ain't it. Like, it's just not... <laughs> just not gonna happen it's not it you gotta be shorter than me i'm talking you don't have to actually be shorter than me it's just by luck i've been with men that are short not only one of them has been shorter than me but if they're not five ten and above like i don't want it like i'm not even i'm not even that picky like i'm not even saying six feet five ten no i i don't care about height i'm one of those few girls that really doesn't care about height i think it's because I've just been around short guys my whole life that it's just not a problem to me. Like I know some of all my friends, most of my friends are dating guys that are shorter than them or at least like exactly their height. So when they wear heels are shorter than them. Um, so it doesn't really bother me. Um, this is a very rare thing. So, you know, guys that are short and can't get any girls, I am your girl. So I've been on a date with a six, nine guy oh. and 
and it was in that moment when I realized that I am a heightist and it, there is such thing as too tall and he was too tall I just couldn't but he was like lanky tall and I think that's why I was in it if he was like a little bit more bulky I feel like I wouldn't have been that bothered but I was just like you I look like I could like blow you over <laughs> honestly I like short guys because I feel like they're like closer to me like they're like easier to hug they're easier to kiss like they're easier to do everything because they're just so like um accessible <laughs> um but also like I don't, really care about, I don't really care about height I just have been around so many short guys like I like said the tallest guy I've had a thing with is probably like five eight five nine maybe Okay, so lastly, I have this segment that I wanted to do, which was choose your quarantine house. So I gave you some, Debbie Carney, I gave you some time. And for anybody listening, I asked Carney to pick, I don't think I said, I don't know if I said a number, but in my head, I was thinking five people that they would want to be quarantined in the house with. I'll go first since she's not ready and I'll go through. I have a general idea. You have a rough, you have like a rough draft. That's fine. So I'll go first. So my five people that I would love to be in quarantine in a house with number one is Idris Elba, because I feel like I could connect with him. First of all, he's just fine. That man is a beautiful human being. A month and a half ago, I realized that Idris Elba is a British man and I never do this. He's British. He's British. He's still fine. Um, so I would want to be trapped in the house with him and we could just like talk in like American and British accents. He could teach me how to talk in a British accent because mine is abysmal, but that's fine. Okay. So number two in my list is Pete Davidson. And a lot of people, okay. (laughs) Okay. A lot of people are giving, would give the same response that Carney gave, but I think Pete Davidson, his dark humor is very funny and very on brand for me, which is why I would want to listen listen to him and we could have a little conversation he'd give me weed i don't even smoke weed but he'd have a lot to provide so it's whatever number three hassan minaj number four which is like like i'm willing to accept it but i don't i feel like i'd regret it after a little bit chrissy Teigen, and then last but not least charlie d'amelio because she can make me a TikTok star <laughs> and I would be into it. These answers are wild. I never thought you would put Charlie D'Amelio as your number five. <laughs> because I was just like, whatever, like, like let's keep it fun. Like someone needs to entertain me and everybody's like entertaining me in different reasons. And like, I'm just trying to become an influencer. So she would like rise me to fame. Hey, we could be like the um, hype house, the quarantine house. For me. My number one would obviously, obviously be Drizzy Drake, the one and only. Um, but I would also, I want, I want to be in his house, not my house. Like I would want all this to occur in his house because there's enough room for us to not get sick and tired of each other. Which I don't think I'll ever get sick and tired of Drake, but he would probably get sick and tired of me. And we can't risk that. So, you know, Drizzy Drake, number one, but I would want to be in his house. Kyle Lowry, number two, my man, Kyle Lowry. Maybe he can help me brush up on my basketball skills. Um, but Kyle Lowry, my number two. Number three would have to be the queen herself, Rihanna. Because I feel like it's hilarious that you say Rihanna and I said Pete Davidson. <laughs> 
Number three would be Rihanna. She is a queen. She is funny. I feel like we'd have a really good time. Um, and, you know, it would also be funny to see her and Drake together. Um, probably very awkward, but funny. Maybe a little flirt. Maybe the, maybe Aubrey will arise. Um, I, do, I do still ship it. Um, number four, thinking on the spot here, don't really know yet. Um, number four. Who is number four? Oh, I know. Okay, since I have been on his live, I feel like we have a connection. We are best friends. Not really, but we I feel like we have a connection. I would invite Daniel from Division. Um, so we can have another chat, you know, maybe you can judge me more about my other stories. Um, since you know, <laughs> found my other one very funny. So I would invite Daniel from Division. And then number five. Who's a good cook? I would need a good cook, but I want Chrissy Teigen. Actually, you know what? We'll go with Hassan Minaj. Maybe you can, since I am a political science major, and since uni is like kind of like not non-existent right now, like there's online exams and stuff going on, and I don't really do online classes. Hassan Minaj, he can brush up on my poli sci for me. Um, so yeah, that's my fifth one, Hassan Minaj. You made it. You made it, my yet man. You made it. Okay, well, that is all that I have for today's episode. Carney, do you want to plug anything for yourself? Yes, my Instagram, which is carney.i, which is K-R-N-I-E dot I, the letter I, not the word I. Also, my Twitter, I do tweet a lot, though, so I don't know if you'd want to follow me. Like, if you're not very Twitter active, I would be all over your timeline. But my Twitter is Lowry. That's O-V-O-L-O-W-R-Y. Follow me. I will probably follow back. I will definitely follow you back on Instagram, though. So, yeah. That's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let me know what you guys think. Be sure to leave a review and rate it. And if you have any suggestions that you want me to talk about, let me know. But other than that, follow my Instagram at notmyproblempod or my personal Instagram at nestle.mitchell. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.